0: All aboard the last train home, this is Bizarre Podcast Dogs Must Die. My name is Grant, you can call him Chip, and today we are finishing Stardust Crusaders, the final three episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders Battle in Egypt.
1: (laughs) Ben, even though we've been doing two or three episodes a week, it feels like we've been here for a long, long time in in Stardust Crusaders land. We've been here for half a year. (laughs) imagine watching the show you know just week by week like good lord Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. i only ever did that for part five because everything else was done by the time i started getting into jojo so i was just able to binge it but man doing jojo week by week sucks (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: so let's start right off with episode 46 dio's world part two and uh all of these episodes like start immediately where the previous one ended like Mm -hmm. we it's like we are uh uh watching a film in chunks and just leaving it on on pause overnight
1: (laughs) yeah there's barely even time for the op in these episodes like i'm surprised they're able to fit them in
0: yeah uh we only see the the
1: ending credits once in this whole Mm -hmm. patch yeah there's too much stuff they gotta cram into these final episodes here yeah, right from where we left off, it's Kakuin and Joseph are both, they're both doing their Spider-Man web slinging shit now at their stands. They're on top of a building trying to get away from Dio mm-hmm. after that, that car chase. Around a cityscape
0: with computer-generated buildings melded with their traditional animation, <laughs> yes. this is the Fox Kids Spider-Man cartoon <laughs> made real. They finally got it to work all uh, these years
1: later. Yeah, God. I right, hate that show. <laughs> so yeah, Kakouine, as he's saying the end of the the previous episode, he's got a plan now to figure out the power, the secret behind Dio's stand.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: they they continue just swinging through the city as Kakouine begins thinking to himself once again. We're we're getting a little bit more of Kakouine's character right at the end here mm-hmm. of how he was a weird little kid.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it starts with a parent-teacher conference about how Cockyween doesn't have any friends. Like, yeah, we're—he's a gamer. We get it. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's—he's he's always felt alone. You know, he and he was always confused by the interactions that other people had. Uh, and wondering, mm-hmm. you know, how often do we actually make genuine human connections? A, a big part of his loneliness stemmed from having a stand since he was little. Having a higher yeah. fat green, and no one else could see it, or and no one else would believe him that you know he had this little guy next to him this whole time.
0: So yeah, we, we have these uh flashbacks to a young child feeling uh isolated and alone with harsh shadows as adults are determining his fate without his input. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean,
1: welcome to Evangelion. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh- <laughs> That reminds me, now that all the Rebuild films are out, I should actually like watch those. Yeah, they're great. They're great? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see so many people just being like, mm, but I, there's a lot of people who have opinions about Eva that I don't agree with, so I don't know who to trust. Some are better than others in isolation, but as a unit, they are great. And okay, I think cool.
0: the, the final one really stands up on its own better than any of the previous.
1: Cool. Yeah, I'll have to watch those now. When, when I'm in the mood for Eva to fuck me up a little bit. <laughs> 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 I, I still can just call up what End of Eva made me feel when I actually watched that for real. It's like, oh, I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kakuin. Isolated child. Very sad. Wearing uh, his little elementary
0: school uniform with a cherry embroidered on the shirt pocket.
1: Yes. This is where he learned to tongue juggle. He went to <laughs> tongue juggling school. <laughs> it's uh, extra credit. Learning how to do that. But yeah, he's thinking to himself like when he was little, you know, people can't even see Hierophant Green. How can I relate to someone who can't even see the real me Mm -hmm. uh, is one of the things he thinks. But all that changed for him uh when he met, you know, the rest of the Stardust Crusaders gang. They they are his first true real friends. He just needed to meet other people who had stands basically.
0: Which goes to show why how vulnerable he was to Dio.
1: Yeah. Dio's the first person he met who could see higher fan green. Yeah, yeah. Right. And and is, is thinking about both Iggy and Avdol, who have, you know, passed away and they were he includes Iggy in this thought. They were the first to treat him as a real as a real friend. <laughs> 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 so yeah sorry about that first month on the road fuck you guys <laughs> he, he's thinking that you know the, the journey that they, he's had with these other guys you know it's been really short-lived but it's been some of the best days of his life just you know going on an adventure with all these other dudes and so now his plan to reveal this uh dio's secret is to go back to how he was before and make hierophant green invisible
0: now, this is a pretty cool deep cut. Like, oh, yeah, you yeah. forgot Hierophant Green could be invisible. Remember when he cut JoJo's leg? Mm-hmm. I do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it actually kind of, <laughs> like, still works. There you go. Especially because when he was, like, evil, he kind of uses stand in a very different way than he does. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: neat. We've we finished this uh, emotional flashback uh, deep
1: inside the final fight. You're dead, Kakuin. That's the rules. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> yeah. Elsewhere, we've got Jotaro and Polnareff riding on that motorcycle that they hotwired or just kicked until it started, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're they're coming across the the aftermath of the car chase and and trying to spot where where everyone has gone since then. And Dio has already immediately put together that. You know, the gang has this plan to try and do the pincer attack from from both sides on him. But it's not going to work on him because he has a golden aura
0: and can fly.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of uh, some characters just being able to fly. Later episodes kind of like better establish what's happening here as... I mean, it's just cooler for the final fight for guys to start flying, I guess. But
0: Obviously. I watched the Matrix Revolutions, I know.
1: Yeah. At some sometimes you'll see people aren't just flying. They're actually using their stand to punch the ground or a building really hard to catapult them in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm, and that's kind mm-hmm. of how they're flying. But also they have a good amount of air control and they can just hover slowly down to the ground if they feel like it. Maybe their stand is carrying them.
0: Just picture the world flapping, just punching the, <laughs> the air really yeah. hard to, to, like, stay hovering. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, Dio already uh, realizing that they're trying to do a pincer attack on him. He's just like, yeah, that shit ain't gonna work on me. And as he goes to land on top of a building, he his foot snags on, like, some invisible wire. And it triggers a whole bunch of emerald splashes to shoot at him, which... <laughs> As before, he's just deflecting all of them, like with his wrist and just punching them and flicking all the the, the emeralds out of the way. But every time mm-hmm. he's done, you know, flicking away a salvo of those, he moves to a different point and hits another tripwire. And it's just constantly getting barraged from every angle by more and more emerald splashes
0: eventually he he deflects a bunch into a billboard advertising the color blue just blue (laughs) yeah uh uh, needs to be sold more i don't know what that is but one of them does get him in the shoulder like this plan is shown that it will work eventually they have got him
1: yeah and once he actually does get hit he's able to perceive all the uh tripwires he's hitting and yeah Uh, Hierophant Green has been unraveled into a gigantic, like, 20-meter web uh, of Hierophant Green tripwires that both surround... Just a
0: big random mess. Like, there's no rhyme or reason or pattern you could work out, like a a tripwire laser grid in a heist movie, essentially. Yes.
1: Yeah, these completely surround Dio, and they also completely surround uh, Kakuin, who is... It's a cool-ass pose. He's perched on the very tippy-top of a, a little, like... A little metal tower. It comes to a point, so he's just standing on this teeny tiny point. This is supposed to be an electrical tower.
0: Yes, uh, yeah, that's where in the original uh, uh, manga release, which was edited to be the same sort of electrical tower later, uh, it, he was standing at, upon a mosque. Oh shit! Right, that's right apparently in the original publication a lot of mosques got wrecked and they decided yeah. to change that in uh later like
1: hardcovers and things. Yeah, I completely forgot about all the mosque destruction. <laughs> Stardust Crusaders. You know, Dio's just completely surrounded. Kakui is also protecting himself by being surrounded by this web. Kakui is just telling Dio, like, "There's basically no way for you to escape now. No matter what you do, you're going to get hit by all sides." And so he just mm-hmm, fires mm-hmm. three three hundred sixty degrees around Dio, just a ton of emerald splashes. This is the thing. This is the thing I was asking for last week. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, it's like Kakui's theme is playing in everything. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. The, it's the best theme of the show. <laughs> Uh, But then Dio's
0: voice breaks the theme. Uh, It's it's not when he calls out the world, it's even before it. He just starts talking. That is such a good effect. It is Dio's personal power and charisma (laughs) that that overrides all this, not his stand. Mm -hmm. And suddenly,
1: Dio's not there. He's just not there. Yep. He's he's not there. All the emerald splashes just hit nothing, and Cockyweed just goes rocketing like a hundred feet backwards
0: with a geyser of blood gushing from his from his gut. It's a lot of blood. It's a lot of blood. It's like the blood is propelling him rocket style <laughs> across yeah. a city block.
1: Yeah, he, he's like a a plastic bottle rocket that's been pumped up with water but blood instead (laughs) yeah so yeah he goes flying backwards and smashes hard into uh, a water tank on top of a building Mm -hmm. fucking basic almost looney tune style just dents into it and makes a hole in the shape of himself and like he yeah he's dying and he begins to have his
0: dying thoughts his dying thoughts are are with his family the parents he left behind to go on this journey and i thought that was that was a very sweet nice touch until uh uh the narrator tells me no his final thoughts were not with his family <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that he is like when when he's dying he's looking up at the big clock tower where you know that's basically right by them where they're fighting uh and just noting what time it is there and trying to think what time it is for his parents back in japan because mm-hmm. uh, you know Kakiween when he left he didn't tell them so he yeah. their son has just been gone for 50 days <laughs> <laughs> and they'll surely, never see him again surely they're worried surely they're yeah. worried i mean they'll probably know because the Speedwagon foundation would probably tell them i think but hmm mm-hmm. Yeah, his his family is not the last thing he thinks of. With his his dying moments, he's trying to figure out what exactly Dio just did to him. Yeah, and he can't for a while. Like like
0: it, it feels like this really brutal moment where you know he gave his life to discover this secret, and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they really draw this out as he watches Hierophant Queen's tentacles all just like dissolve into mist. But yeah. then he does. He, he gets it. When, when he realizes that all of these tentacles were smashed in a single instant, not even the slightest fraction of a millisecond from one to the next, as he looks at this clock, he fucking
1: gets it. Yep. As he's trying to solve this, Joseph is still nearby on top of a, a different building. And as he's going to try to save or, you or know, do anything to help him, uh, Dio's right fucking next to him. Yep. He's just there now. <laughs> He's here to fuck up Joseph now. Joseph declares, I'm gonna take that body back in the name of Granny Arena. Oh man, a name we haven't heard in a long ass time. Hell yes.
0: And Dio like searches his memory to try to remember which one Arena is. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, sure. Sure. You don't think about her mud mouth every single day, <laughs> you freak. <laughs> yeah. It's such a quick exchange like that that green granny arena thing and Dio going like oh yeah her but i love that little bit of part one coming back like that that's rad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah as, as both dio and and joseph are talking here kakuin is, is still trying to think of a way to communicate to joseph what the the secret of Dio's stand that he's he's figured out but he can't talk anymore so he's trying to manifest hierophant green one last time and he's having like it every time he tries to form it it just like melts into a puddle again
0: yeah it's more of an emerald splurt
1: <laughs> yeah not not great but he's able to get enough strength to fire off one last emerald splash and he shoots it and it hits the 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 clock face and destroys it on, on this big clock tower that they've been fighting near. yeah and and Dio's just like what the fuck was that <laughs> <laughs> and this
0: final use of his stand this final effort is what does kill him in the end much like Iggy he he dies just like Iggy yep. essentially yep doing one last thing with her stand and so now joseph is left trying to figure out what what the hell this is all about uh dio's just confused but doesn't give a fuck yeah
1: he he just dio has like such a specific idea of what heroes do when they're dying that he thinks that cocky just fucked up trying to kill dio and he's just like man yeah. he sucks <laughs> But, but Joseph, the smart boy, uh, immediately knows that, like, hey, if Cockyween shot at the clock, that he did that for a fucking reason. Yeah, that
0: is a message. I just have to decipher it. Yeah.
1: Maybe he meant I was right twice
0: today. What are all the things I said today? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Joseph is trying to, uh, he does actually just try to attack Dio head on. Mm-hmm. Like, what he tries to do is a good idea. He just wraps Hermit Purple around Dio and tries to channel Hamon through it. Seems entirely ineffective, although I don't know why. Like,
0: that that should be a thing, right? That should be a thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, he starts to... He just barely shouts out, like, Hamon of the Sun, and before, like... I think you can see it start traveling through the, the vines, but Dio just flexes really hard and just rips all the vines off of him, I think, before the hamon goes through it.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. that makes sense. He's just too fast to get hamoned. Yeah. But shortly before this, uh, we, we do see Cockyween's final moments as, you know, all color drains from the frame, mm-hmm. and the narrator confirms he has died and sounds pretty sad about it. Yes, Unlike how he was pretty jazzed about Polnareff about <laughs> to die. The narrator <laughs> plays favorites. He does. So, so yes, now Joseph, uh, after failing to, to Hamon overdrive Dio, uh, is fleeing while mulling over this puzzle in his mind.
1: Yeah, and he keeps trying to, you know, figure out what this is and realizes, oh shit, Kakuin specifically shot at the hands on the clock to make the clock mm-hmm. stop. Oh, fuck! He realizes that Dio's, uh, the world, uh, has the ability to just stop time.
0: Yes. His realization summons a flashback, so we see Kakuin's death again, but from Dio's perspective. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and just as, uh, all the- the emeralds are about to hit Dio, yeah, he- he activates this time-stopping power by just shouting the name of his stand. He just shouts, the world, and, uh, Mm -hmm. the effect for whenever he stops time is really good. Yeah, yeah. Depending on which time they do it, it it, it is more or less. Yeah.
0: But it's essentially the, this bubble warping effect that goes out, uh, covers the whole frame, and then contracts back in. But it leaves behind a total color inversion mm-hmm. with this warping, clock ticking, uh, bass thrumming, a uh, uh, bit of sound effect along with it. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Really effective.
1: It's this really blown out, uh, buzzing. Like almost electrical sound when the when the when he freezes time, it kind of sounds similar to the sound that was used for whenever uh, Vanilla Isis Stan would just like vaporize something. Yes, it's, it's absolutely, a very, it's a very cool sound. So yeah, b-
0: back near the clock tower when uh, uh, when Dio freezes time, the first time that we you know see with this effect and everything, and and from his perspective, he's just in the middle of uh, uh, this whole web. Starts talking about his powers and how they work. Our, our biggest confirmation <laughs> that Dio just loves to hear his own voice. No one can hear him. There's <laughs> yeah. no
1: one around. <laughs> yeah. Dude loves to talk.
0: So he just starts talking about, you know, how futile this is. You know, it was a good idea. It might have worked against anyone else, but I'm fucking Dio. <laughs> and uh, he goes around snapping every one of these uh, uh, tentacles, uh, hierophant green tendrils, And so that, you know, when time starts again, they will have all busted simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And he walks over to Kakuin and punches him through the gut. I do mean through. Clean through. Yeah. There is an exit wound. His spine must be bisected. And yeah, that (laughs) seems pretty fatal. I bet that's what did it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, because time is frozen, you know like Kakiwing's body moves a little bit because it's been punched fucking clean through but you know Kakiwing's still got a completely neutral face on he doesn't realize he's been punched clean through yet it's the creepiest thing oh yeah yeah it's it is fucked up that's how fucking Kakiwing got got man it sucks rip to a good one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rip, rip to the gamer milf lover <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: that's my uh, that's my form signature <laughs>
1: It's a blingy of cocky and in the glasses doing a pose. Yeah, for earlier internet You could probably force a shitty MIDI of his theme to play too automatically. Yes. Yes. Yeah His his vertical eye
0: scars did make him look a little cool to be fair. He's a little cool The the scars are pretty cool.
1: Yeah, the shades were pretty cool too. The the shades were not cool I like the shades Yeah, Joseph is is trying to come to terms with the fact that Dio can stop time, and all he can really do is just constantly, you know, web-sling away from Dio, who's just fucking Mm -hmm. flying right now. He's just, like, Super Saiyan aura flying behind him, chasing him.
0: So, of course, he catches up, obviously. Yep. And as the world moves in to to punch him, it stops just short, because he realizes that uh, Joseph has summoned his stand, Hermit
1: (laughs) Shirtpull. He's covered him his entire body in, hormone. Uh, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he he has wrapped his own stand around himself underneath his clothes and and channeled hormone through it. So if Dio Eb tries to touch him, he's gonna get fucked up.
0: He's turned himself into a tasty poison pill, but. Uh... DiO figures there's some trickery going on and, and does not uh, uh, deal with that. Joseph also shows off his incredible strategic mind by reasoning that there must be a time limit to, to how long DiO yeah. uh, uh, can can hold time being stopped, or they would all be dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, because like like there's a good example of that uh, previous episode where. You know, they were trying to open up Dio's coffin. Mm -hmm. And then they all had to run away just because they felt like a murderous intent, you know, an evil aura nearby, because Dio was somewhere in there. And if he could just hold, you know, freeze time for as long as he wanted, yeah, he would just would have chopped all their heads off right there.
0: Apparently, he just used his time limit going swapsies with the...
1: uh, (laughs) the... (laughs) Yeah, just fucking around with his his loser vampire servant. (laughs) There's a really funny animation somebody made years ago that's like, okay, now that you know that Dio stops time what did it look like when he was fucking with Polnareff and making him go down the stairs? And it's just like an animation of, like, these really funny, goofy-looking CG Miles of Dio and Polnareff, and Dio just, like, picking up Polnareff, carrying him over his shoulders, like, frozen in that pose of him climbing up the stairs, and just constantly, like, moving him down one more one more step, mm-hmm, and it's, mm-hmm. it's really funny. Uh, so, a- as they square
0: off, uh, we're on another rooftop, and at the bottom, there's a restaurant with patio dining. yes. And all these guys are so fucking dead, they don't even know it yet.
1: Uh, Oh, yeah. Joseph is trying to, you know, do something with with Hermit Purple again, but Dio's just like, I don't even need to punch you to kill you, and he just with the world just punches like a, a a part of the the roof and just sends a bunch of bricks and tiles flying at him which knocks joseph down to the ground yeah by this patio dining and none of these people care that an old man just fell like 30 feet to the the ground <laughs> they just all make fun of him and taunt him yeah yeah i mean they're bad people a fucking 70 years years old looking indiana jones motherfucker just fell to the ground and you're just like look at this idiot <laughs>
0: They're all just in enjoying their, their snacks and their mm. champagne flutes and a, a stray cat is going by. Also any cat near Joseph Joestar <laughs> is is in trouble. Yeah. That in is some also way. true.
1: Yep. So as as Joseph gets back up on his uh, on his feet, he he looks down the sidewalk and there's Jotaro. He's just a little bit further down the street Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he just shouts like, yo, do not get any closer to me. Dio's stand has the ability to stop time. You got to stay out of his range. And right when he's able to get that info out, Dio stops time.
0: Yeah, but this is the coolest time he stops time Mm -hmm. like the the actual physical. visual and audio effects because of the way he's like leaping into the
1: air and the the camera move during it this is the one to look at oh yeah so yeah he he stops time and everyone eating is you know mid eating the cat is mid leaping into the air because it got spooked by Dio so when Dio walks by the cat he just backhands it really hard and sends the cat's splattered body into multiple people's either drink glasses or dishes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People... Uh, he pushes people out of the way so that their, their fork is going through somebody's face. <laughs> they're, they're all horribly maimed or eaten pussy. And that's... <laughs> yeah. That's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure for that's you. That's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, everybody. Uh, and as Dio's, you know, doing this shit, he's also talking out loud to himself again that he's uh, only able to stop time for a couple seconds before he has to let go oh sounds like a dog's excited
0: Moki's having a bit of
1: a freak out she does not like Dio she does not like Dio (laughs) I think all animals don't like Dio (laughs) except for pet shop I guess but the feeling's mutual I guess Yeah. (laughs) Moki doesn't want to be fused with a
0: human vampire uh, zombie (laughs) she's real nervous about that yeah
1: you gotta keep your dog away from, uh... uh She's wall-running on the wall. back of the futon! Jesus Christ! <laughs> I wish I could see this. That's what Iggy did. I don't know what's wrong with her! <laughs> <laughs> where, where were we? Uh, Diaz talk, just backhanded a cat real hard and uh, is, is talking about uh, how long he can freeze time for.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yep. <laughs> and it, do I remember this right? He's saying this to no one. He's saying this while oh, yeah. time has stopped. Yeah, he's he saying this while time has stopped.
1: Yeah, he's establishing <laughs> that uh, when he first learned he could stop time, it was only for, you know, as long as it took for him to blink. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but the more the wound on his neck is healed, the longer he's been able to freeze time for. In in this, I I do appreciate that Joseph got himself an extra breathing hole. He's been stabbed through the throat, like... In the exact spot for a tracheotomy. Yes. Yeah, D- Dio's about to karate chop him and go like, oh shit, right, Hamon. And so he just pulls a knife out and just throws it at him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, he throws and after it travels a certain distance, it also gets frozen in time. So it's just hovering like half an inch in front of Joseph's throat.
0: So so right as time restarts and, and all the effects of uh, uh, Dio's mayhem are about to come to light to his victims, in between we get another stat card for the world, this time with stats. They're pretty good.
1: Yeah, they're pretty good. They're almo- They're very similar to what uh, Star Platinum has. But not quite as good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Is this the first
1: time that's going to matter?
0: Hmm. <laughs> so time starts again. Everybody's back to what they were doing. The people who are stabbed don't like being stabbed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The people eat like uh, uh, eating the head of a cat. Don't mind that much. They're really chill <laughs> about it. Yeah, they're just chewing away. And so this is when uh, the soul mist begins emanating off of Joseph Joestar's body, and Hermit mm-hmm. Purple
1: crumbles to dust. Joseph has died. Yep. Yeah. He he his his last moment is just him reaching out to to Jotaro and just telling him to run because Dio is invincible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This just super pisses off jotaro like any advice given to him by his grandpa in this episode is completely uh ignored because he's so pissed off yeah Uh, yeah like dio informs jotaro that hey i took out Kakioin too dude like you're next (laughs) (laughs) and so
0: against you know his grandfather's dying words of advice jojo starts stepping forward and dio's like uh you got a death wish or something (laughs) (laughs) And his his reply is, I have to move closer if I'm going to beat your sorry ass. Yeah. That's my JoJo. There he is. Yeah,
1: that is is a very uh, memorable exchange from Star's Crusaders that gets brought up a lot. Uh, This episode here doesn't really recreate the panel, but you may have seen it on on Twitter before. Uh, There's a really iconic panel here of JoJo and... Dio walking walking towards each other to fight and Mm -hmm. it's like a really low angle with the the ground super warped like it's uh, like they're walking in a very small globe towards each other and it's just a super cool looking panel that Uh, yes yes i have seen this and it is cool as hell yeah they get close to each other and both uh the world and star platinum throw punches or kicks at each other
0: Dio is curious how their stands match up and like well if you could just see the interstitial cards in the episode you would know <laughs> you don't have to fight.
1: Yeah. Star Platinum blocks a kick from the World and Jojo goes, just says that you know that was just a love tap. Mm-hmm. But hey, I just noticed that your stand is pretty similar to my stand actually. We're both ju- they're just kind of both big buff guys with a really short range. Th- this
0: love tap uh also like nearly breaks his shin and tears his yes. pants wide open with a spurt of blood, and he complains about Dio ruining his twenty thousand yen pants.
1: Yeah. What kind of school is he going to? Jesus. Two hundred dollar pants. Oh my what god. What is tuition like? Right? And that's an eighties money. Like, holy shit. So yeah, we we get more uh blows being exchanged between both stands and, you know, them basically being evenly matched. They mm-hmm, they both mm-hmm. do the rapid fire punches, but they're all punching. They're each punching other's each other's fists. other's fists. Yeah, knuckle on knuckle. Yeah, and that is the
0: end of the episode, which brings us to episode forty-seven, Dio's World Part Three, continuing
1: these match uh, punch flurries. Uh, Dio mm-hmm. is amused. JoJo is frustrated. I like that there's a couple of shots here where you know the 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 punches are being exchanged between both stands, and you actually see a few shots during this part where you're seeing it from like a normal person's point of view where you can't see the stands and so there are just constant shockwaves just exploding between these two guys who are standing dead still.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And at a certain point, like the, the punches are so rapid and the, the force between the, both stands, it just kind of causes both Dio and Jojo to just start slowly levitating into the air. <laughs> so once again, one of the
0: world's blows breaks through and cracks Star Platinum against the jaw. Jojo totally no-sells this punch, even though blood mm-hmm. splurts from his mouth.
1: <laughs> yeah. And and Dio just thinks, you know, um, you know, he he's jazzed to have this fight with Jojo because it's mm-hmm. it's going to be what allows him to finally get rid of the the Joestar bloodline and as he's thinking, he's saying out loud rather like I really wish you know, I could have gotten rid of the the, the Joe stars so you know forever ago. He's kind of getting overlaid with part one footage of him fighting Jonathan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, particularly, uh, yeah, the finale in in the steamship. Yeah. yeah, those eye lasers going right into the neck again. Mm-mm-mm. Yep, it sucks. Dio stops time again, and that leads into the opening, which has changed. Because
0: nowhere is
1: safe from Dio. <laughs> yeah. There's a moment late in the OP
0: where over JoJo's shoulder, there is a dark shadowy figure of Dio that you don't see clearly. That's how it yeah. normally goes. Yeah. This time, shortly before that point, you hear Dio cry out, the world, and time freezes.
1: <laughs> and the, and <laughs> the there's the The theme song the world. just stops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the OP, normally you see jojo and star platinum punching the screen essentially and then yeah dio appears behind him and this time like the whole time this op has been from the point of view of dio so yeah he punches that screen and then dio just slowly like sashays into the op mm-hmm, mm-hmm. until he's behind jojo and then the theme song kicks up again it's so fucking cool dio's been in control the whole time We we've been wondering where's dio dio's there every episode yep yes it is just such a cool change and also like recontextualization of an OP, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and also the the OP for the entire Egypt Egypt arc has just had tons of clock gears and motifs throughout the entire yeah, thing. Yeah, uh,
0: there there are. I, I didn't note when it is, but sometimes when Dio is talking about the world and this incredible power he has, we see these same like big chunky. Like clock gears, uh, uh, even used as giant bracelets on the world. Like, this
1: guy is time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a cool reveal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And strangely enough, if you watch the English dub, the bit where Dio shouts the world isn't voiced. It's really weird. (laughs) Probably something to do with which production house had access to which voice Uh,
0: files. And that would have been a... a,
1: I don't know. Just, Just at a guess. So yeah, Dio has stopped time. JoJo is frozen. He can't do shit. Uh, and Dio is going in for a big chop just to knock his head off. Mm-hmm. And as he goes in for the, the killing blow, uh, one of JoJo's fingers twitches. Yep. Just a little bit.
0: Yep. And here, oh, there's there's so much character in the way Dio fights throughout mm-hmm. this three-episode fight, four-episode fight, practically. Yeah. And I love this moment because it reminds you, Dio, as far as we know, has never fought a stand user. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. He has all of his plans, his strategies, but he's never had to call an audible halfway through <laughs> yeah. after like new information is revealed. He has no practical experience in that part of a stand fight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He sees Jojo's finger twitch and he immediately freezes and goes, What the fuck? and just like backs up 20 feet. <laughs> like he is super spooked. Dio is a dude who like, he's already ex- expressed, like, how cocky he is and self assured he is that, like, hey, the, you know, the realm of time is mine and no uh-huh. one else's.
0: Like, his stand is the world, but he refers to time and, and the stoppage of time as his own world, in which yeah. he rules because he's the only one who can possibly exist there.
1: So just the shock of anything, even being able, being able to twitch... In that freaks him the fuck out. But also I like to think that he's still so uh scarred from losing once to a Jojo. Yes, absolutely. That the threat of a Jojo doing anything is terrifying to him. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's not like he just backs up and he's being cautious. Like he he looks scared when he sees JoJo's finger twitch. mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm
0: so uh the, the time stop runs out and so Dio starts acting like a shitty kid on the playground like hey yes. hey I called time out on the fight you have to tell me you have to answer my questions Jojo that's the rules I'm telling mom
1: yeah just, just asking him like did you see me did you see what I was doing and like why would Jojo say why would he tell you yeah and and Jojo just answers like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> like what so they, they start zipping around, flying around Super Saiyan style. Like you do sometimes see them using their stands to punch stuff to propel to propel themselves further, but they're they're just usually flying. it's <laughs> just glowing auras in flight, essentially. Hell yeah!
0: <laughs> Jojo yeah. is very good at, you know, seeing what a stand can do and being like, Yeah, I could probably do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. He, he saw uh Hierophant Green's Tentacles, and that's where Starfinger came from, probably. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh Starfinger. Gets used twice. But as Dio gives chase, uh, we, we get a little flashback. He, he's thinking to himself about when he first learned to control time. And it's been a long time, but we get to see a little bit more of Enya. Mm-hmm. Uh, Enya teaching Dio how to, how to stop time and, and gain control over his powers. The way it
0: starts doesn't have anything to do with stopping time at all. They're just seeing how fast and precise the world right, is. Right. So Enya is there, like, I don't know, being a coach, I guess? Yes. Yeah. She she's being a coach in the way that like in Rocky movies, your your boxing trainer is mostly there as a therapist rather than yeah. you know as uh, uh, someone who knows how to work out. And and the loser vampire is just firing a shotgun at Dio's back.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to see how
0: many pellets the world can grab before you know before his his beautiful perfect skin is is touched.
1: Yeah. And yeah, th- this is where Dio realized that, oh shit, I'm just stopping time. Mm-hmm, like, I'm mm-hmm. not just doing shit real fast. Like all these bullets, the, all of this buck, buckshot just stopped and I can grab each individual pellet. And yeah, I think he said that was like six months ago mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. So
0: then when the time limit runs out and he's like... That's cool as shit. Now we need to work on you being able to, like, move when you stop time and seeing if we can uh, uh, push this uh, uh, time limit, this limit of your perception of time within stop time even further. (laughs) And this is why Enya had to die when she got captured. She knew too much.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, this is where you get that imagery of of the world, like wearing gears, giant bracelets and stuff, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. being interlocked with the workings of time or whatever. But yeah, And now Dio's just thinking out loud again, just talking out <laughs> loud, and, and reveals that he can freeze time for about five seconds. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's not catching up to Jojo, so he just freezes time again. And as he, he gets closer to Jojo, very cautiously, he sees Jojo's fingers and hand twitching again. Dio realizes every time he waves one of his hands near Jojo, Jojo's hand twitches. And that's because he's got a magnet planted on his metal wristbands. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is twitching a a likewise magnet inside
0: Jojo's wrist of of his coat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is a very Joseph trick. Good job. Yep. Learned something from his grandpa. It's a good thing relativity isn't real in JoJo's because, with time stops <laughs> yes. uh, uh, in in our system of physics, then uh, uh, information takes time to travel. Like even mm. for magnetic attraction, the speed of light is the speed limit as, as these waves <laughs> propagate through. You know the the related field. But no, no, they they live in sort of a pure Aristotelian or Newtonian system where things just do the thing and, and don't have to move <laughs> through fields. Yeah. This also explains how they can see with time stops, you know. With, yeah. With, this fixes the optics issue that we were just hand-waving <laughs> before.
1: Yeah. Uh, so with Dio realizing, oh, this was just a stupid trick to freak me out, I'm just going to go in for the big punch and kill him now. The instant he does that, <laughs> Jojo's hand actually moves and Star Platinum comes out and punches a hole clean through Dio. Yeah, retribution for Kakyoin, the exact same wound. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he just gets a giant fucking hole punch clean through his stomach. You know, like, Jojo's able to move and do that punch, but the instant his punch is finished, he freezes in time again.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm uh because his time limit uh, uh is much much shorter. Yeah. So as time starts again, uh Dio flies uh, uh through the air, crashes through a plate glass window at a store of was it a jewelry store again or It's it's like a, a China shop. A China shop. Yeah. A big shard of this glass window slices his leg off on the way
1: down. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Jotaro's still outside uh and he he's Confirming to the viewers that yeah, it turns out my stand can also kind of like stop time a little bit, but all I can do is like half a second. And sure, that isn't much, but it did put a hole in a guy and cut his leg off. Like it's not <laughs> nothing. Yeah, it's it's if you use it right, that's pretty good. So Dio just sits up, and there's a you know the lady working behind the register, or whatever, in this China shop is just freaking the fuck out. And he just goes, hey, can you go over there and give me my leg back? (laughs) No, no, that's far too polite.
0: He says, woman, go fetch me my leg. (laughs) Yeah. That's a deal
1: line. (laughs) Yeah, and she just is just freaking out terrified and he shouts at her, imagine you're a flight attendant bringing wine and caviar to to a passenger in first class if that'll make you do it faster. He knows so much about the modern world. (laughs) He does. He's been reading so many books. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, (laughs) mm-hmm. Yeah, by the time Jotaro even just, you know, drops down to the, the streets to finish Dio off, he has sucked the blood from the lady, he has healed the the hole in his gut, he's reattached his leg, he's good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He tosses the lady's body aside and takes one step towards Jojo, and then the next frame he's just not there. Yep, yep, yep. It's good. <laughs>
0: While he's not there, he's, you know, stop time again, of course. And so he sets up a test, you know. It's much like the test that he gave himself to train, you know, his time stop abilities. So he sets up a challenge that Jojo couldn't possibly defeat in his uh, uh, very tiny baby steps toward having the same power. Yeah. Which is to take out all of the knives in
1: Egypt. <laughs> Yeah. He has so many knives. Mhm. Like Jotaro leaps high into the air to try to escape and yeah, it's it's too late. He throws <laughs> 3000 knives in all directions mm-hmm, coming at mm-hmm. Jojo. Jojo sees all these knives and is like this fucking sucks, man. What what is your deal? Like dude, it could be worse. <laughs> he didn't emerge from a horse. You don't understand. Uh yeah. There's some real freak show shit you're you missed out on, man. <laughs>
0: Just regular old knives? Like, they're not coming from out of his neck for some reason. This is
1: baby shit. (laughs) Yeah, Jojo uses his one second in frozen time to punch away as many knives as he can, but there's just too many. As he's surrounded by a cloud of knives. Like, imagine the knives-out wall, but it's (laughs) three-dimensional. Yeah, and so he's only able to punch, like, a, a dozen or so away before he freezes again. And as time unfreezes, uh, Star Platinum just keeps punching, and but it's just too many. A whole bunch go into Jotaro's legs and arms. A couple go into his chest. One goes and, through his brain. His pineal gland is pierced by a knife. Yep, Star Platinum actually misses, and it, a knife bounces off his fist and goes right into Jojo's brain. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he he just falls falls to uh, the streets below. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Dio, real happy he thinks he's killed Jojo. He seems pretty confident considering he's fighting a guy who once used a stab wound as a third hand. (laughs) Yeah. Knives only make Jojo stronger. It's true. Uh, In this case, Jojo's still alive, but, you know, pretty fucked up. He does have a lot of knives embedded in him. But he has lined the inside of his clothes with books and magazines. Uh huh. I wish we saw titles for these. So, yeah, he even had a a book or a manga or something inside his hat, which you briefly see, which has stopped the knife from killing him. This next bit, I think, is my favorite part of the fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This part rules. Because this whole next dramatic beat, essentially, is Jojo getting the
0: upper hand and just <laughs> toying with Dio.
1: <laughs> yeah jojo decides okay i'm already pretty fucked up these knives still really hurt even if they didn't kill me Mm -hmm. um dio probably thinks i'm dead or near death so i'm just gonna play dead until dio gets in range and i can punch him in the skull yeah yeah just
0: luring him into a trap dio obviously is going to do some sort of coup de grace because he has learned caution Mm -hmm. but because it's dio he will do it up close and personal and that that's my chance yeah. Uh so Dio starts monologuing about how uh, about his well-reasoned opinions on traffic congestion. <laughs>
1: Dude. You just got here into the 20th century. Can yeah. you not? <laughs> so he he tears a road sign off the ground and decides this is what I'm going to use to lop JoJo's head off with.
0: Mhm mhm.
1: And as he leaps into the air and goes in for the killing blow, uh, hey, Polnref's here. Yes, he made it. He made it. He and made he it. leaps
0: and dives and catches Dio unaware and stabs him right through the brain, back of the, the skull, through the front, an exit yep. wound just above Dio's eyeball. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Polnareff almost gets him. Like, Dio stops time just as the sword goes clean through his brain, and, you know, he just walks forward to pull the sword out. Oh, it's um, gross and cool. It's it's super gross, but it's cool. And so he turns around, and he's like, who the fuck just stabbed me? He's like, oh, it's Polnareff. And so he just fucking backhands Polnareff in the ribs so hard that they cave in entirely. Yeah, yeah,
0: there's, there's like a whole fucking chunk missing from his abs just from the shock wave.
1: Like, yeah. And so time unfreezes and Ponev goes flying and crashes into a building, destroying the wall there. He passes out. Yeah, Dio says, like, if Polnareff had just had a little bit more force between behind that stab, and he, like, did a little twist or something, he could have actually killed Dio there. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. he had just eviscerated his brain enough, he wouldn't have been able to regenerate, and he would just would have died.
0: And he was practicing on vanilla ice. We saw what he yeah. can do
1: when he really gets in there. Yeah, it was just a little too... Not, not quite enough, which... That is rad that Polnareff almost deals the killing blow, but damn. Th- then it would be incontrovertible that Polnareff <laughs> is the protagonist of part three <laughs> yeah they just take a little while to meet him so now dio has has you know been distracted by polnareff and he's like okay i'm just gonna kill him first with this road sign and then i'll go take care of jojo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. jojo's thinking well fuck i gotta do something to save polnareff so he just twitches a hand he scrapes his his fingernails across the 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 pavement <laughs> and dio leaps onto a little perch <laughs> like a house cat Yeah, it's like he drops the road sign like it is instantaneous. He is so fucking freaked out by anything a Jojo does (laughs) because he just he knows that they're wily and they'll do fucking crazy shit like
0: the biggest lesson he learned in his, you know, undersea exile was caution but perhaps he learned it too well like he will yeah. not make a move now without 100% confidence
1: yeah like like it's it's not just caution it's like it is it is dio's like emotional trauma <laughs> like he is clearly scarred from getting owned once
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and and yeah he's overly cautious now but hey some cops have arrived that will surely make everything better <laughs> yep so Dio kills one of them, sinks his fingers into the neck of one of the others, and commands the cop to shoot Jojo. hmm hmm And this is my, the, the next couple of things here, my favorite, like, uses of Star Platinum in and, and Stardust Crusaders. Oh,
0: absolutely. This is incredible. Yeah. So the cop does, as he's freaking out, much like a certain senator, honestly, <laughs> uh, uh, he does shoot Jojo who then uh in between the bullet you know piercing his his clothes he's going to have to go all the way to Pakistan on the way home to get a good <laughs> a, a good new uniform uh in between the bullet piercing like his clothes and skin there's a tiny baby bullet pinch star platinum mm-hmm. has that bullet keeping
1: <laughs> keeping jojo safe like you don't see the ghost like properties of stand utilize a ton where you know they can just pass through objects but yeah he has manifested th- just the hand of star platinum within his own body basically mm-hmm. to catch this bullet it's rad
0: and so that still is not enough to convince dio in his his most cautious his his most uh, uh, skeptical so he starts like listening for breathing and so jojo has to hold his breath Harder than he's ever held his breath before until <laughs> Dio's like, okay, all right, he stopped breathing, but is his heart beating? And so yeah. he sets his ear to the ground to use his super-tuned vampiric senses to listen for a heartbeat. <laughs> and so Jojo no-sells so hard, he gives himself
1: a heart attack.
0: Yeah, you he just <laughs> that's how he overcomes, with a heart attack
1: inside jojo's body you just see his heart in star platinum's star platinum's hand just manifests and grabs jojo's heart and just squeezes it until it fucking stops mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so crazy and then jojo's like you know his eyes are glazing over and he just thinks to himself like this fucking sucks i hope i don't kill myself doing this you very
0: easily could and also he should be in excruciating pain <laughs>
1: Yeah. Heart yeah. attacks don't feel good, Jojo. He he just grits his teeth and, and he powers through it. So, yeah, Dio thinks, oh, his heart's not beating. Okay, guess he's super dead. Anyways, time to cut his head off. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So as he goes in for the, the, the swing... When, when, you know, he lifts his head off the ground. You see Star Platinum's hand grab Jojo's heart again and just start pumping it rapidly to get the blood flowing.
0: Which, which wakes Jojo up and then in the final uh, uh, moment before impact, saving his saving himself from beheading, Star Platinum just caves in uh, uh, Dio's skull in a single blow. We, we see an x-ray insert yes. that reveals the little heart tiara is part of his skull, apparently. Yes!
1: Yeah, he has a heart-shaped growth on his fucking skull. Or maybe he
0: just wore it when he visited, you know, the radiologist. I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's, it's a really good scene where there's a brief bit where you can't tell if Jojo got his head cut off or not. And then Dio just goes like, what the fuck? Because he's staring like face to face, like inches away from Star Platinum's face. Mm-hmm. And he's just like frozen there for a second before, yeah, he start planning. goes goes for the punch, and like he even tries to stop time, but it's just the punch is too close. He can't react in, in time, and yeah, it's it's just a it's so good.
0: So there's a huge geyser of blood coming out of his his most of a skull. His poor fancy outfit. Mm-hmm. and now we see the first time Dio has ever panicked in his entire yeah.
1: life. Yeah, he can't walk anymore. His brain has gotten so fucked up that he's lost the use of his legs. So Jojo notices that there's a just some buckets, empty buckets laying around, and so he grabs those, punches a hole in the car to get the gas out of the tank, mm-hmm. and then douses Dio with gasoline and pulls out a lighter.
0: Now, the, the implication is that he's going to immolate Dio, one of the ways that one may you know, traditionally kill a vampire, but mm-hmm. Jojo also says, it's so I can smell you and you won't sneak up on me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and as as JoJo is going to light Dio on fire, a car drives by, and Dio stops time so that he can make the distance he has to get to this yeah. uh,
0: uh car so that when it starts he'll skitch essentially and buy yeah. time to regenerate now it's him playing for distance away from jojo a total reversal right mm-hmm. it's so so good so he, he makes it he just barely makes it by the skin of his teeth and as he <laughs> flies away dragged uh, uh behind this car <laughs> Which is somehow doing less damage than he's able to to regenerate to to get his brain and legs back. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's won. He thinks he's made
1: it. Yeah, and so JoJo rips a knife that was stuck out of in his shoulder and just with Star Platinum throws it super precise, super fast, pops one of the tires on this this car to cause it to you know just careen out of control and send Dio flying. Dio starts crawling more and to get close to a a, uh, manhole cover so that he can escape into the sewers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But with some Looney Tunes-style timing... (laughs) Yeah, JoJo has perfected
0: the droopy dog
1: technique. (laughs) Yeah.
0: He's in there! You open the door, there he is! Yep. He's glowing gold, he's doing the, the point. He does the point a lot. He does the point a lot.
1: Dio, you know, still can't use his legs, so all he can do is try to freeze time and throw another knife... Before he can even finish shouting, the world he gets the, the you know the million punches from mm-hmm. Star Platinum,
0: and this time, like jo- JoJo's theme is blaring. This is a moment of, of uh, victory, of course, but this time Dio's words do not interrupt the music. There is no stopping what's coming. As as yeah, he gets the thousand punches, of course.
1: He gets sent flying with the final punch. He's got, like, dozens of holes, like, completely punched through his body. His mm-hmm. whole body's basically just caved in. Yes. The, the, the top half of his head is just gone. Like, there's just just a geyser of blood shooting out from, from where his skull should be now. And in one of the funniest, like, yeah. JoJo, I'm not owned moments ever. Yeah, abs- this is the <laughs> one. This is it. It
0: was my plan for you to punch me a thousand times and launch my wrecked body a quarter mile. Ha ha,
1: this is what victory looks like.
0: Yeah. This is not blood, it's victory wine.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, he wanted JoJo to punch him so hard to send him down this street because this is the street where Joseph Joestar's body is still. Because emergency services in Cairo are a little overwhelmed tonight. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, Dio crashes into the sidewalk where Joseph is, and he sinks his fingers into Joseph's body and starts drinking some Joestar Star blood. And now he's hotter. I I disagree. I think <laughs> I mean he's got a makeover.
0: Absolutely, he, he's lost yeah. the jacket. Uh, his hair got shorter. Uh, the bright green lipstick—that's cool. But I don't like this new haircut.
1: Yeah, it 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 is—it's it, a shorter variation of his previous hairstyle that's also feels like it's been um it's been slicked upwards yeah it's at least a makeover that Joe Star blood mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but that is the the end of dio's world part three with dio completely healed and even powered up so it is time for the end episode
0: 48 the stardust crusaders finale long journey farewell my friends mm-hmm. just reading that makes me sad damn it I yeah <laughs> we're still yep. in the fight i have to maintain hype I can't... <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh. Uh. Okay, so, Stardust Crusaders is... Mm-hmm. Th- this is the point it is about jotaro finding and accepting a place in his family legacy yeah and what i love about the opening of this episode is because dio inserts himself into that dio twists that uh family legacy to be about serving him being tools for him to manipulate stepping mm-hmm. stones on his path to glory because it's jonathan's body joseph's blood and uh jo- jotaro delivering that blood unto him for his final you know victory to become the most powerful thing that ever existed anywhere
1: yeah oh
0: the theme it's good yeah man it's a good opening monologue for a villain
1: yeah like i know like a lot of people really like stardust crusaders but i feel a lot of time people just go like yeah the fucking fighting dude is dope and it's just like (laughs) there's something more there i don't know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it's really good and as you know dio is is monologuing here behind him the 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 spirit smoke the golden spirit smoke starts rising from from Joseph's body and and, and forms uh, you know the silhouette of Joseph and he actually starts talking to Jotaro.
0: Yes, yes, he gives advice essentially. <laughs> yeah, it starts with advice, which is, "Hey, Dio's going to do some fucked up shit. Don't lose your cool. You you uh, you need to stay calm and you need to to think things through. You know that's mm. how you win. Just chill, no matter what." And then he has his like sweet parting words of like how important this journey has been to him and how you know it, he doesn't have regrets and it was all worth it. Our time together was a lot of fun and like yeah. oh man
1: oh the family. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also like out of the first time I watched this is like oh fuck Joseph Joestar is dying that fucking sucks I like, right like having a jojo be around for two whole parts like it makes the death hit even harder he's been in what 60 episodes of this anime now <laughs> yeah yeah right? it's yeah it's it's been a lot so seeing like especially in in the first two parts where you know there's kind of this ongoing thing thing for a while that like man the joe the joe stars die young
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and and seeing joseph kind of break that and actually live a long time and you know survive defeating The the villain by the power of just saying no, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, Joseph says, you know, these 50 days have been a lot of fun, and you know, he like tips his hat, and then you know, the smoke dissipates. Oh man, the soundscape goes super quiet for this part. It's just Joseph talking to Jotaro, like Dio, who's still monologuing. He, you just don't hear him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And and once the spirit of Joseph goes away and joe taro is just like was that real am i actually did i actually see that and dio just goes like hey what are you looking at <laughs> like
0: in the moment before that like joseph's soul is like glowing with light and also the yeah. streetlights, i guess and and like jojo looks up and shields his uh, his his eyes with his hand and his hand is drawn so delicate and tiny. Yeah, yeah. It's like, th- this is the most brutal, violent hand. All he does is super punching that tears people apart. But he's just <laughs> like, he he looks like he has a fine manicure and, and, and is going yeah. to model some, some dainty rings.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Dio is just like, hey, what the fuck are you looking at? Check this shit out. And he sinks his hand into Joseph again and sucks out the rest of the blood. He gives him the causes- double suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a bad double suck. Don't don't do this. And so, yeah, he sucks the rest of the blood out of Joseph's body, which causes his body to, like, deflate and become, like, a desiccated husk. Yes, yes. It gets all shriveled up, and Dio's loving it. We see, we get a really highly detailed close-up shot of just Jotaro's face reacting to this. This single shot reverts to, like, the part two art style, kind of. Mm, and it, mm-hmm. and so in this close up shot of Jotaro being really mad, he looks way more like young Joseph
0: <laughs> for this <laughs> one
1: shot. And I don't know how much that is intentional, but I love it. Those genes are strong, man. They're strong. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, Jotaro's mega pissed, uh, and he does not heed any of any of Joseph's advice. Absolutely he just says, not. That "There's not a man on earth who could stay calm after that. I'm gonna fucking kill the shit out of you, Dio." <laughs> And just starts charging towards him. One more time, we get the opening, which still has Dio you know, invading the opening and stuff. But on top of that, we get the sound effects. Yeah,
0: we got our sound effects. Uh, they're, it's always cool to have. The, the signature sounds of each individual stand are a lot of fun to, to have in like rapid succession. But yeah. I think the coolest part is the ominous clock pendulum yeah. uh, at the very beginning. Like, oh, oh, here it comes. That's the yep. best part for me.
1: Yeah. And I want to point out that the, this OP also foreshadows another thing, which is there's a part throughout it where you see the silhouette of each individual member of the the main crew Mm -hmm. and then like really just sharp pointy uh shapes shoot out towards them yes and each one of those is essentially where one of the cast members dies oh is it severely harmed because it's like it's polnareff on the stairs it's the the knives at jotaro yeah it's they're all foreshadowing like what happens to every cast member Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm which is also pretty cool. So back
0: in the show, we are doing some, some more punch flurries. We're doing the thing, squaring off. Mm-hmm. And Star Platinum punches through the world's fist when time is stopped. Yeah. Now now it is Jojo in his fury who has the, the extra edge over Dio's stand when, when they're going toe-to-toe like this.
1: But Dio, his like regenerative powers are even greater now. Like He regenerates all the fingers that got... <laughs> punched off immediately Mm -hmm. and he feels great also the amount of time he can stop time for is increasing by like every minute yes and there's a part where he's like so thrilled with how awesome it feels for this this with Jonathan's body being fully his now. So he digs one of his fingers into the temple of his head and just keep and just starts twisting his finger a whole bunch. And he's like, "This rules!" He also tears gashes uh,
0: yeah. into his body, like one hand on his skull, another in in his chest, just for the fun of it.
1: Yeah, he's fucking Dio's crazy.
0: Fucked up. I don't know if we've noticed, but Dio's kind of a
1: fucked up guy. <laughs> Yeah. D O D N I. I don't no, no thank you. Yeah, he he says that the the having the Joestar blood in flowing through his veins is the greatest high one can experience. You're telling me these two dudes don't love each other. Right? Right. Right? I'm not saying it's an unproblematic bond,
0: but like
1: come on. Yeah, like there's something there so yeah Dio's getting up to like 8 or 9 seconds he can freeze time for now uh, so he just goes in for a, a big punch rush on Jotaro who has already used up his time he like breaks his arm he breaks Jotaro's ribs and like legs like he fucks him up
0: yeah yeah his bones turn to powder we can tell yeah. because there are little inserts to show that
1: little x-rays of his yeah his bones turning to powder he gets punched and kicks so hard he's getting sent through buildings and stuff the only reason why he doesn't like die on impact with uh the bridge he lands on is because he uses star platinum to like break the, break his fall essentially yes
0: yeah oh that's very cool i do love yeah i mean i've said it before uh, uh whenever jojo uses star platinum to augment his body somehow
1: yeah and so yeah, he he skids to a halt on this on this bridge. Uh, and before he can even get up, Dio lands a couple feet away from him. He says, this is the last time. I stop time you only have nine seconds to live hmm and he freezes time and then he just jumps away He just disappears.
0: Yeah, uh, Jojo is left wondering, you know, what's up with Dio? Where's he going? Why, why is he uh, using up so much of his time stop to do something else and then the narrator says Jojo stopped pondering <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just like that out of context. It's fun. Yeah and every time another second pass passes, like, you don't know where Dio is, but you just hear Dio counting the seconds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and around like six or seven seconds, Dio just descends from the sky holding an entire steamroller. Yes. And he announces it like a special attack. He just shouts
0: yep. road roller.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so with time still frozen, he is just coming to, to crush Jojo with this thing. And this essentially becomes a Dragon Ball Z style like Kamehameha laser duel, mm-hmm. but with a steamroller su- just suspended in midair with both Jojo and... And Dio on each end, punching it super hard, trying to push it towards each other.
0: Yes, yes. And the stands (laughs) are punching so fast, it is impossible to follow. Even if you, like, stop uh -uh, and go frame by frame, you cannot clearly see what's happening. You're,
1: You're just following the colors, essentially. Yeah, it is just a blur. And they're both punching the steamroller so fucking hard, it's getting dented on each end and getting crushed. Eventually, JoJo runs out of time, and it is over for him, and he gets crushed by the steamroller.
0: hmm hmm And so Dio, still as time has stopped, is, is taunting, is very pleased with himself, his final victory over the Joestar bloodline. He's like, well, time to hop down there and suck him dry, too. <laughs> when he starts to freeze, he, he begins to ossify and is freaking out. And here is where I'm thinking... What if Joseph got a full body, 100% transfusion going into this fight, just to be sure, <laughs> which is the most Joseph Joestar thing I could think of. Yeah. <laughs> that
1: is not what happened, but I wish it did. I kind of wish yeah. it did. Yeah. So, yeah. He, he comes to a, to a crawl and eventually completely freezes in place. He cannot move. He can still talk at least, but he can't move. Nothing can stop Dio from talking. Nothing in the world. (laughs) (laughs) And this is where Jojo appears behind Dio and reveals that he has also stopped time. He stopped time when Dio was at nine seconds. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, So he was able to use that time to crawl out from underneath the steamroller before it crushed him. And now his time limit is extending
0: past uh, this overlap where uh, Dio cannot move. Sure. Okay, cool. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we, we know that JoJo's time limit is still rather short. He, he only has the briefest moment after Dio freezes. So it's a good thing talking is a free action. That is maintained yes. no matter what.
1: Yeah, just as time is already dilated, normal time in the world of JoJo, freezing time, you say you got five seconds, that's like a good 30 yeah, that you can yeah. use up. As long as, long as, long as you're as talking. Most of it's talking. It's like super hot. <laughs> So yeah, Jojo is uh, behind Dio, grabs him by the shoulder, basically taunting Dio... Uh, and, you know, going, you know, hey, how does this feel being on the other end of, of mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. time being stopped? And he uh, compares it to what sounds like the most terrifying
0: possible feeling of <laughs> uh, like someone holding their breath underwater just to challenge themselves, see how far they can. And then when they need to pop up to take their last gasp, someone pulling them under so they can't. Yeah. It seems kind of like drowning, but mm. without the water in your lungs yet which is allegedly the fun part of drowning. <laughs> uh-huh. Have you, have you heard that? Have you heard that about yeah, people who survive drowning? Yeah. Yes, the, i I like heard there's that. There's this like blissful euphoria when you're about to actually die. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard it's, like, kind of, like, almost like a warm feeling that goes over you, and, like, you're just going to go to sleep. Yeah. I, I've never gotten that close to drowning, but I was in a deep end of a pool once for quite a while, and that was scary. I didn't <laughs> get to that part, though.
0: So, you, you've had uh, uh, the world used on you. Amazing. <laughs>
1: yes, I have, and survived. Okay, Thanks, good job, good job. Thanks for killing yeah. Dio. I feel a lot safer now. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> he was awful. Uh, so, yeah, Jojo, with his, his last second before time resumes... Uh, he uses star Platinum to kick Dio really fucking hard in the knees.
0: Yeah, just shatters both knees so that the joints are busted and useless. Yeah. And, of course, oozing blood
1: because there's always blood. Oh, yeah. If we talk about anyone getting hit by now, you can assume there's a lot of blood. There's a lot of blood just gushing out and, and squirting everywhere, yeah. Dio goes flying. He's... You know, shaking and and breathing heavy, and actually, you know, you know, freaked out again because his legs have been just annihilated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jojo says, "Hey, I bet it's only going to take you a couple seconds to regenerate your legs. Killing you when you're on the ground like this right now would leave a bad taste in my mouth. In my mouth. So fucking get up and come at me. I'll kill you." And in the English dub, because Jojo is voiced by uh, the same guy who voices McCree in Overwatch. Mm -hmm. That's right. His name's getting changed. In the English dub, he he does say the McCree thing. It's high noon. Basically, Jojo just wants a duel right at the end. Yeah. Just, you know, fucking a quick draw duel. Which we know he will win. He's Jojo.
0: Yeah. In order to face down Jonathan's body, he shows the most Jonathan part of himself. Like, his mm. power is used to protect the weak against the strong. He cannot, as much as he ought to, he cannot destroy a man with a broken body, even if that man is Dio fucking Brando.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dio's not honorable, of course. He, he plays no, dirty. He, he has a he's... whole
0: monologue about how that is a dumb fucking way to live your life.
1: Yep. And so Dio flexes one of his his still regenerating legs, squirts a bunch of blood into Jojo's eyes so he can't see. Total bodily control. Still got yep. it. Still got it, baby. <laughs> and then with with the world he goes in for a big kick. Uh still blinded, Jojo goes in with a punch. They they connect. Mhm. Mhm. And there's a a bit where, you know, just silence. Star Platinum's fist cracks a whole bunch.
0: And Dio thinks he's won until there are spider-line cracks all across the world's shin plate that Mm. run up the thigh, up his flank, up his face, and the world explodes. Likewise, Dio explodes.
1: Yeah, as these cracks form across his body, he just starts screaming and shouting, you know, I cannot lose, I am the immortal Dio, I am Dio, and then he fucking explodes in a real good way like his head his left arm and leg just it violently explode and then uh, his body spontaneously combusts into a small blue flame because that's what vampires do I guess cool blue flame not normal flame as Dio's body lies there uh, Jojo just says you may have won but you made one mistake you pissed me off was it worth it
0: oh oh (laughs) and then the 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 screen pulls out to the wide shot and we get our stamp Dio the world annihilated deceased (laughs) yeah see you in part five I guess all the odd-numbered ones still have Dio somehow
1: (laughs) so now that Dio's been defeated Speedwagon Foundation is here. We've got doctors, we've got paramedics, we got, you know, a whole, a whole bunch of dudes. We've got giant
0: vans labeled Speedwagon
1: with a space <laughs> yeah. in
0: between. Like it's
1: a wagon with speed. And so we're, we're hearing some different uh, members of the Speedwagon Foundation talking to each other over CB radio, um, confirming that they, you know, they found Cockyween's body and they're transporting that via helicopter they found Polnareff who's unconscious he's still alive they've got him in one in one uh van and then they're like hey why the fuck do you have Joseph Joestar's and Dio's body in the same van what are you doing <laughs> i love the uh, the unseen dispatcher because we're of course seeing you know uh this van's
0: driver talking to to this dispatch guy but the the speed wagon person you know running this operation off screen clearly shares a voice with the narrator doing a slightly yes. different voice in, yep. in english at least i choose to believe that that is who is narrating this entire show <laughs> it is this speed wagon driver who is running this op has risen through the ranks and is now in charge of like telling the
1: tale of the Joe Star legacy <laughs> and since he's been around since the 1800s he also must be a vampire or something no he just he's inherited the... the records oh right right okay yeah, yeah sure yeah he's right. the chronicler of the joestars <laughs> so yeah w- why are dio and joseph being held in the same van that's because jojo has a super wild idea
0: and for one why did you retrieve uh, dio's body at all are you gonna put him in the santana vault huh, huh? oh god i don't like don't that do idea that. don't do that don't make them combine that'll be bad but yeah it is time for jojo to announce his idea uh uh <laughs> Uh, Dio took many things from their family, and it's time to take one back.
1: I want my grandpa's blood, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah yeah jojo says it hasn't been that long since my grandpa died so let's just do a blood transfusion let's just move all the jo the joestar blood back from dio's body into my grandpa Mm -hmm. and they're like but he has no pulse like what the fuck are you gonna do and jojo's just like i already started my heart tonight and so he just reaches into his grandpa's chest with star platinum and just starts squeezing it to get the uh, a pulse back Mm -hmm. a blood transfusion from dio already fixed vanilla ice there is precedent i have hope yeah and so they start, uh, you know, they're just, the speed wagon doctor's like, holy shit, there's a pulse and also brain activity. That's weird. Our records show he's never registered brain activity before. <laughs> Uh-oh, there's something weird going on here. So yeah, they start transfusing the blood back into Joseph, and he opens his eyes and gets up, and there's an evil purple aura around him. Yes, and his eyes are like Dio's violet eyes. And 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 Joseph starts talking to Joseph in an evil voice, you know, you you fucking fool. He just brought yours truly back to life. And as Star Platinum goes into cave grandpa's head and he's just like, Whoa, 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 I'm just fucking around. It's grandpa. It's grandpa time. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. You think dad jokes are bad. Grandpa jokes get you killed, okay?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Watch out. Yeah. And so, you know, Joseph pulls his punch for a second as he waits for grandpa to prove he's actually grandpa and yeah you know, he, he starts
0: rattling off personal information like his birthday uh september 27th 1920 that means our darby the player episode came out on his 101st birthday
1: oh yeah wow how about that happy birthday joseph uh i mean if he practiced on real good he could probably still be around yeah, he rails off his birthday, he he names his wife Susie Q, I collect comics as a hobby. What's in his collection? I wonder what, yeah, what, what does he collect? Is it just mainstream, like, cape comics, or is he doing, like, more indie stuff? I mean,
0: probably, like, he, he was all about Superman as a kid, and it's, you know, 1987, there there wasn't, like, the mid-size revolution that followed the success of Image, you know, that's not right. an option. Yeah. Maybe some, like, underground zines from the 70s.
1: Mm-hmm. But JoJo is still not convinced that this is actually Grandpa yet. So he asks him, who's the leading actress in the 1981 film Tarzan the Ape Man? (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's Bo Derek, obviously. And then who sang Eat It, the spoof of Beat It?
0: I never knew how much I wanted to hear Joseph Joestar say Weird Al Yankovic.
1: (laughs) And he does. And he
0: does it's good there's something incredible of just like not just the voice but also the subtitle of weird al yankovic
1: printed underneath the face of joseph joestar that tickles me so much even naming bo Derek also tickles me a lot (laughs) like it's yeah it's really it's a really funny exchange that i like a lot like that that's what's used to fucking prove joseph is joseph so it worked. He's feeling better. He's good enough to joke at, at
0: possibly the, the uh, price of his own life. So, mm-hmm. hey, hey, JoJo, call your mother. Call your mother right now. What are you yeah. doing?
1: <laughs> and so the, the speed wagon guy who is driving the, the, this truck you know, calls in over the radio and goes like, oh, my God, Mr. Joestar's alive. It's a miracle. And the angle at which he is drawn and the hat... That, that he's wearing, which says speed wagon. The angle just makes it look like his hat says peed wagon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> they are too
0: busy to pull over. He peed in that wagon because they got to get out to the desert, chase the rising sun to, to lay out mm-hmm. this body bag that that turns to dust. And I'm glad that Polnareff wasn't here for this. Like, I I can understand the argument that all the survivors, this is all their moment, but. So much of this fight in particular, let alone the whole journey, has been a family affair. This is just for for the Joe Star boys.
1: Yeah. And as Dio's body just turns to dust, as the the sun rises, you know, Joseph is going, you know, it's over. This has been a a horrible 100-year battle, essentially. Mm -hmm. And Dio's taken so much from so many people and not, you know, so much of it can never be brought back. And I don't know. It's a good moment. It's fantastically good. The, the the final shot here of of this moment is Jojo and and Josephs you know going it's over and thanking all of their fallen comrades you see mm-hmm, Kaki, mm-hmm. Iggy and Avdol like you know superimposed over the the sunset or the the sunrise rather it's good
0: the, their discussion about all the many things that that Dio took from from the world leaves on th- three of the biggest ones to to this crew at least uh yeah. their their friends. In the in the sunrise, as Dio is, is disintegrated, this could be the ending. Mm-hmm. It it really could have been, and then you know you go into the the ending and some strains of Last Train Home. But no, it is not. It's where the credits start, though. <laughs> We do have to have Polnareff involved. We have a, a big goodbye scene in the, the airport as he is off to France, the only home he's ever known. Joseph mm-hmm. wants to take him to New York. He wants to adopt a second grandson. <laughs> yeah, they love Polnareff. Polnareff ain't having that. And they, they have a big manly group hug, like each one that's clasping onto another's bicep after the embrace. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's how you know they're bros.
1: Yep. And yeah, Joseph's saying things like, Hey, even if you're you go off to France, we're we're always gonna be a team for the rest of, of our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh and up and saying, like, if you ever need me to fuck shit up again, I will totally come and help them. like just <laughs> call me up whenever. I'll visit.
0: And then they make fun of Polnarev for being stubborn and like instantly hating them if they don't listen to him, like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm
1: kinda like that. Uh all all these three dudes are are drawn with the, the manly tears welling up, but they don't actually cry.
0: Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And then they, they split up,
0: Polnareff off to his gate, and the, the other two off to, I don't know, the another side of the international terminal. They're also leaving.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Joseph has his earbuds in, and I must wonder what he's listening to as he yeah, walks away.
1: He, he pulls out the same Walkman we saw him listening to at the end of part two when he was getting on the airplane. We have to assume it's Weird Al now. It's the only thing we've yeah, heard he's yeah. listening to. <laughs> yeah, he's just listening to Weird Al. <laughs> it's his victory music. As they they part ways and they walk opposite ways in slow-mo with, like, the fucking huge buff dude badass, like, shoulder sway going on. Yes. <laughs> like, this really triumphant, you know, like, brassy sounding, like, orchestra kicks in real hard. And we, we see Holly. She just wakes up and she's all good now. She
0: wakes up with a start, she which is a shock to, to her mother. And then she stands up. She starts walking, which is a bigger shock. And she's like, I, I feel it in my heart. Papa and Jojo are coming home and she rushes out the door and the cameras just swings around her, her face as she like greets the the. I mean, I guess it should be evening sun, I guess because you would think this is happening immediately alongside Dio's body turning to dust, which uh, morning in Egypt evening in Japan, it also means she would be looking west toward where they are flying from.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's say that. I think that works and yeah the, the the camera pans up from from her up to the sky and it, it fades into the plane that uh joseph and jojo are on and as this like triumphant music keeps playing you just see that jojo is looking at that polaroid picture they took at the start of the egypt arc yeah yeah Oh man. Uh,
0: and as he he tucks that into you know his, his lapel pocket he has the the biggest smile he's ever <laughs> had in his life which isn't saying much compared to some people <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's the most he's ever seen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this, this is, and, and that's the final shot, right? The, the camera yep. comes out of the the airplane, follows it around, and it's the, a freeze frame on a, a sort of sepia tone of this plane flying back home to Japan. Yep, And that that is the end. They're, they're a little little uh, Japanese character for the end comes up, and that, that's all she wrote. So yep. I have, like, two notes for this very final shot uh mm-hmm. as much as i love it i was a little surprised that there's no part four tease. like that felt like right a tradition i guess the production just didn't line
1: up right i don't know it also could have just been a thing like where they didn't they didn't know if they were actually going to make a part four yet right, maybe right. i don't know because there was a decent gap between part three and four i
0: think and second that plane's gonna crash right like it has to <laughs> <laughs> right? you put joseph yeah. on a plane you know what's gonna happen
1: but yeah, it's because the credits were running over this, you don't get Last Train Home playing at the end. But oh man, if you ever go back to another episode where Last Train Home is playing after you've seen right? the ending, it hits, it hits so differently.
0: And I feel like it could have, right? It, it's, it could have started in the desert and gone through the airport and Holly yeah. and the plane. It, I, I wonder if there's an edit where they tried it, but then they wanted to have that much more triumphant... Uh, less bittersweet, more like, victory, we lost things, but we'll always have the memory, we fucking did it, the world is saved song, rather than Last Train Home, which feels a lot more melancholy.
1: Yeah. You, You would
0: have, uh, the losses much more in mind than, than the gains, I think.
1: Yeah, and I should, should point out that, uh, in that, that ending for... The, the second half of the show were last train home plays uh you know it, it's just the that panning shot going across a bunch of different vignettes the the guys in different places in egypt um you know there was that one episode where they were talking the narrator rather was uh talking about um was it the nile specifically w- with the difference between the east and west side yes and it was joseph not the narrator <laughs> Oh, it was Joseph, right, where, where the east is where everyone lives and the, the west is, uh, you know, associated with, with death and passing on or or whatever. Mm-hmm. There is a shot in that ending thing where you see a river and the gang is split up on each side, east and west, and the characters that die are on the west side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, like, Stardust Crusaders, like, ends in a surprisingly, like, kind of bittersweet sad note. Yeah. Just because of how many people die in the process of, of taking Dio out.
0: And, like, along the way, it is JoJo at its most boisterous, its most, like, its most badass on it. Like, that, <laughs> yeah. that's really the only word for it. And, and it's goofiest. I mean, how many fart jokes? How many uh, end-of-episode <laughs> yeah. rim shots, right? But then to have... This ending that is so, you know, melancholy, so bittersweet compared to, say, part two, where the bad guys all die and the good guys all survive. And uh, I got secret married. Uh, Whoops. (laughs) Sorry to spoil my fucking funeral. But here I am. Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's always, like, by the end of it and when you hit the ending, like, if you re-watch Star Wars Crusaders, it, the show suddenly feels like it has more of an emotional core just because it's, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even when, like, Avdol or Kakuin are both gone for decent chunks of the show, you still really like them by the end for some reason, and yeah, the, across the, like, 49 or 50 episodes, or 48, it, it feels like a really well-developed just, like, group of friends by the end. Like, they all feel like bros.
0: Yeah, know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: and, yeah. And seeing the bros lose some of the bros, like, it, it fucking hurts.
0: I'm sure even knowing, you know, what happened, seeing Avdol's fake death would probably hit me harder now, putting yeah. me in mind of how people react to his real death later.
1: Yeah, it's, I don't know, man. I, I really like Stardust Crusaders, even if it's not my favorite part. I, I still really like it, especially just for that ending, because they could have just gone with the, yeah, Dio's dead, hooray thing, but... I don't know, it just hits it hits pretty hard for me at the end and re watching the this again like a lot of stuff hits differently because you know what's going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I I did I finished my watch for this episode. I finished my homework
0: yesterday, and like I told you before we started, like I've just been sort of puttering around the house, like humming <laughs> "Last Train Home" as I do the dishes and shit. Like yeah. that's that's where I've been sitting with it, and that's not something I expected from this show.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: All, all the times where I'm like watching something, like hey Elena. Uh, this dude karate chopped his own goddamn head off. <laughs> I expected that. Yeah. But I didn't expect to, to actually, like, have this somber meditation on, like, mm-hmm. life and loss through the medium, like, through the language of people karate chopping their own goddamn head off.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I love JoJo. Right? Because when it wants to be that, it can do that.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't
1: always want to be that. But whenever it does, it works. And, like... Uh, the end of part one touched on that. The, the, the yeah. end of part
0: one has a sliver of this. And I think part of what makes Stardust Crusaders excel at it much more isn't just that there's so much more time like i don't think the way to turn the part one ending into the part three ending is just another five episodes it's the crew yeah. it's the team yeah and i mean maybe that's what you do with that extra time is like you you really care about straight so and then you know his betrayal hits that much harder or whatever but I mm-hmm. it it is the team is what does it
1: yeah that's why Star Wars Crusaders, like, still sticks with me. It's entirely because of that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the fights and, and crazy stand fights and stuff are, are all cool and good, and I like those. But it's that, that core team element that, like, I just really like a lot.
0: There's a theory that I have about media, specifically television, aimed at uh, youths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, it's a thought I have when I think about Star Wars, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is something that I meant to compare to JoJo when I said the reason people like JoJo is because it's a container for other stories. Mm-hmm. That is the, the U.S. example I had in mind of a thing that does that uh, mm. uh, very well. Or uh, <laughs> it does it so often that sometimes it does it very well. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, uh, the, the ideal way for uh, a brand to have a TV show for young people is uh, to to start with some broader, simpler thing, you know, characters you can uh, project yourselves onto. Mm -hmm. And then the show runs for three years and grows up along with them. So by the end, things are more complicated. Victories are harder to win, and it's less clear if you even did. Uh, You have major Mm -hmm. characters die toward the end. Star Wars Rebels... Does this fantastically? That is a good mm. show that pulls that whole arc off really, really well. And I think that's exactly what *Stardust Crusaders* does.
1: Yeah, another example I, I thought of from a show I actually watched as a kid is fucking uh, *Beast Wars*. <laughs> Honestly, yes, yes. *Beast Wars* actually did that really well too, surprisingly like the first episode of that show is just all the the transformers introducing their their selves themselves with like shitty puns relating to whatever animal they are mm-hmm. and then fucking by the end of the second or third season you got characters dying while quoting shakespeare and having like <laughs> noble deaths and shit and sacrificing themselves
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean that that's a point that was made pretty often about animorphs as a, a franchise
1: yes. yeah i mean yeah there's like the the whole uh, interview you can pretty easily find from the author where she was talking about oh like, yeah her,
0: her statement on the finale and how like yeah, yeah it's not fucking cathartic
1: yeah like war yeah fucking yeah. real war isn't and it's just like holy remember shit remember that Animorphs when you're old it? enough to
0: vote yeah yeah but the thing that brings it uh uh to you know franchises and brands is that then after you finish that story you relaunch with a new title with a new cast and like mm mm-hmm. Star Wars Resistance was just a big what-if for me, because like when it failed to be renewed, they said that was a Mm. planned ending. It's clearly not the planned ending. It was making (laughs) those turns. It was heading towards that. And instead, it's just kind of the kiddie one that never finished
1: the arc. Uh, Yeah. Reboot also kind of did a similar thing, didn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the reboot story is told more often as one of... Uh, changing standards and practices as uh, mm. through the years and the networks. Right. But yeah, you can definitely follow that, that curve regardless. Yeah. Man,
1: I can't believe we're at the end of Stars Crusaders. That's crazy. Yes.
0: Yes, we are. We clearly have a lot to say about it, though. So it's a good thing we're going to have a very special guest on next week to help us out. Someone who Mm -hmm. uh, also has a passion for these boys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So very,
1: very, very excited for uh, that episode reaching the end of this part and and we'll be going over the whole the whole of part three next episode after that we'll be getting to part four i'm just real curious do you know anything about part four
0: uh i mean i know it's the prince one i i keep forgetting (laughs) whether or not the next jojo is the prince looking one or the blonde one i'm pretty sure it's the prince one right uh i think the the color palette gets a lot brighter Mm -hmm. and that's about it like i don't know i don't know if it could be just a slice of life school drama with stands, and I would be like, okay, that's JoJo now. I don't know. Yeah. I have no expectations of what like the broader picture is.
1: Okay, cool. I, I always jump between which part is my favorite from the ones I've seen so far, but part four is really high up there always. Uh, and that's that's one that's especially fun to go into with basically no expectations or or cool. preconceived notions of what it is. Cool. So, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for this one a little shorter than stars crusaders but still quite long it's like three mm-hmm. nine episodes
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah i still have a ton more to say about stars crusaders but i think we'll be uh we'll be saving that for next week's episode
0: mm-hmm. that's, what but, uh, that's
1: what it's for that's what it's for don't don't <laughs> we could but probably shouldn't put out a four hour
0: episode
1: <laughs> yeah but yeah i guess just real quick before we we end the episode just just briefly as a whole what do you think about stars crusaders compared to the the other parts i'm coming off of it hot Obviously, and mm. I, I, I feel trapped
0: because <laughs> if I give yeah. a definite answer... I, I feel like I'm turning into a, a clickbait ranking man, and that's not the kind of right. guy I want to be. Yeah, maybe
1: not Maybe not ha- having to rank it against the other parts, but just... Uh... But if I just try to pass, then I am a coward. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right. I mean, I think everything we've said about Stardust Crusaders in the beginning is absolutely true. It's the one that stands on the surest footing It is mm-hmm. the most confident as, as it gets started. It does become... Formulaic and rote aren't quite the words because those have pretty like uh, negative con- uh, connotations that I don't intend. But something right. like that, like when it finds its rhythm, it gets a little comfortable in there for a while. But then there's a yeah. point, uh, I think it's even before you get to Egypt, but it's certainly the case of when you're in Egypt, where that uh, rhythm is made to sing, is made into something really sublime. Mm-hmm. Which is something you can't say for either of the first two parts. They never really find that. It's things. Yeah. Or at least not in a shape that is divided up so neatly into anime episodes. Yeah. So that, that might be a difference between the adaptations of the first two. Uh, uh, so so often I feel myself talking about Jojo as if I am experiencing Araki's Jojo when I'm not. I'm experiencing David Productions' Jojo. Mm-hmm. I have to keep that in, in the foreground of my mind a lot better than I feel like sometimes
1: I do. Yeah. We can compare this more in, in next week's episode, but real quick, I checked out like what the final fight looks like in the 90s OVA version. Oh yeah, I definitely want
0: to watch that. Uh, may- maybe not, you know, point by point like I do for this, but I want to have that in my mind when we
1: talk next week. The fight, the final versus Dio fight is pretty cool. Small changes here and there just to speed it up and all that. But there's also some, they just went nuts with the animation. So there's a couple bits oh, where it's good. just like, okay, here's a part where Dio picks up a boat and fucking throws it and it looks really cool. Hell Yes. Here's a part where uh, Star Platinum drags his arm through the top of a tall building and just grabs the whole bit and throws it as Dio, as Dio punches through it as it's flying past him. <laughs> very cool shit. Um, but also the direction is just way different. The The soundscape is a lot more sparse, so it's mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. less... Um, it's a, it's, it has a very different mood compared to David Production's version of Jojo. Yeah, the Jojo
0: anime, especially, you know, in, in these final episodes... It's music all the time. The, the score is, oh, yeah. is grabbing you and telling you what to think and how to feel. And they use that very cleverly in a few times. Like when Dio mm-hmm. does and doesn't have control over the score, like I noted, I think that's a really cool touch. But boy, it's there. It's always there.
1: Oh, yeah. David Production like goes crazy with their, the scores for every, every version or every part of JoJo. But I feel like part three is where they also find their, their stride similar to how the parts do, uh, with, with establishing the fact that most characters have their own theme, and especially JoJo always has their own unique theme, but mm-hmm. they all kind of have a similar style throughout each part. So, so while we close out our watch, just before we uh, uh,
0: close the cover on Stardust Crusaders, once more I'd like to ask everybody to, to uh, tell a friend about how much fun uh, uh, we're having and you're having with us. Podcasts like this can come at things from a lot of angles right? Yeah. And I really enjoy and I hope you enjoy our mix of just goofing and uh, (laughs) uh, analyzing. Like... (laughs) yeah i I think our our balance is not other people's balance our focus is not other people's focus but i think we have a fun one that works for us yeah totally sometimes just sitting back and letting it wash over us and then taking moments to be like how does this work what does this do why do we
1: think this is the way it is i i think that's the the dogs must die away i think i've said this before in some previous episode a while ago but Especially when it comes to Jojo, I feel like a lot of the discussion I see is far more just the letting it wash over you type. And how can you resist that? At least in part, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, come on. Yeah, like that—that that is a key part of the, the ex- experience of Jojo. Jojo exploded a cat
0: and somebody drank their tail out of a champagne flute and didn't notice.
1: <laughs> yeah, but but also there is like some, some deeper stuff in Jojo that, that I think is worth examining and enjoying and I don't see that nearly as much. So yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah tell
0: tell people if you think that is true and uh where to find us because that's how we grow that's how we find people mm-hmm. uh and it's it's how uh this community uh, such as it is grows and and becomes you know more vibrant which is something that's been very gratifying to see ever since we began
1: oh yeah totally you know thanks for listening everybody and and, and continuing to to listen it'll be exciting to for when we get to part four in a little bit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh and yeah we'll see you all later to be continued